Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call the Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Woohoo! Woohoo is right. Here we are back again. The Joe Mays and J Raff show coming to you. As we continue our trek in NCAA Football 14, Dynasty Mode, Justin and I are sharing coaching responsibilities with the Florida Atlantic Owls. Again, we're in year two, uh, off to a one-in-one start, which is better than year one, Justin. Better Uh, than year one. Significantly better than year one. So we get to play a team that shall not be named around these parts. It's uh, a... Yes. Well, I mean, we have a lot of names for them, but none of them are, are PC enough for uh, the, our broadcasts. So you'll see as we're playing the game who we are playing and where we are playing. We are on the road. Uh, we're staying in the state of Pennsylvania. So uh, Justin's ready to roll. Uh, we won the toss. We chose to kick off. Justin's the defensive guru. So he's going to get going playing there. And I'll continue our introduction here. Pull up a camera so you can see what's going on. Uh, with Justin and our uh, our dynasty. So there we are. Yes, we are playing the Pittsburgh Panthers. We are in Pitt uh, at the stadium. They are very much embellished the crowd that I would think would be at say, a... Unless they're counting, like, two-thirds of this as being uh, Florida Atlantic fans, but... So, um, yeah, you can probably tell Justin and I not big fans of... Uh, Pit and pit related uh, athletic activities. So Justin and I are hoping for a, a big win here uh, in Dynasty Year Two. But so while we play tonight, Justin and I are going to continue our look at the 2021 NFL season. A few weeks ago, our last broadcast for episode 335, we discussed the NFC and AFC West division. So we went through those eight teams, and it was kind of crazy. Not only did Justin and I completely agree on the finishing places for those eight teams, but I found out after the fact that my dad actually had all eight teams to place exactly how we had them as well. 
So I don't know what we have in store for us tonight. Justin and I uh, were kind of flying by the seat of our pants when it comes to predictions of the NFC and AFC North, or excuse me, AFC and NFC South divisions this evening. I haven't, I haven't um, given it too much thought, so I'm gonna kind of, kind of go um, quick here, and we'll start like we normally do, Justin, with the NFC. That's all we always go NFC first, so we're gonna keep that going here. So we're gonna start in the NFC South and take a look at the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and obviously, this is the division that is home to the defending Super Bowl champions who are taking a a chapter from the Chiefs um, notebook or game plan last year to run it back because they return, I think, nearly every single person. I think or every, every, starter, every starter is back. Every starter has returned for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But we always start with fourth place in the division. And, Justin, I don't think either of us are picking Tampa Bay in fourth. Uh, no. No. no, definitely. no. I mean, I would I would be okay if that's what how it worked out, but... Definitely not picking that. So it's not going to be the Bucks, and I usually go first. And since you're playing, I'll go first as well. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay is not the number four team. Honestly, unfortunately, nothing against Coach Matt Rule, but I still think it's the Carolina Panthers to me. Uh, I like Rule. Uh, I'm not a huge Sam Darnold fan, but that's I'm pretty bitter from his, the comeback that USC had against Penn State in the Rose Bowl a few years ago. That left a very uh, bitter and sour taste in my mouth. Um, what anything that has to do with Sam Darnold, and then he went to the Jets, and you know how much I hate the Jets. So Sam Darnold is uh, is not one of my favorite guys, but that's not really fair to him because he it, USC and and the Jets. Um, I mean, he picked USC, but he didn't pick the Jets. I mean, who would pick the Jets? So no, he definitely did not pick. the Jets. <laughs> but I, I just. Is Sam Darnold an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater? They weren't able to do a lot with Bridgewater under center last year. Um, you know, in 2020, they were 5-11 and in third place in the South. Obviously, they didn't make the playoffs. And I don't know. I just – I'm not super excited by what they are putting on the field in, in Carolina. I, I do remember years ago – I think this streak has been broken by now, but I uh, – how this division, like every year, like the fourth place finisher would win the division the next year. They just rotated like that for like seven years or something ridiculous like that. I don't see that happening this year. And of course, the Panthers weren't fourth place in the division last year. But I just, I don't know that Carolina's done enough to climb out of third or fourth place. I'm putting them in fourth place. I know people were big on J.C. Horn at cornerback. That was their first round pick. Um, Terrace Marshall, the wide receiver from LSU, was their second round pick. But how much are they going to be able to help initially this year? Are they going to be able to take this team to more than five or six wins? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I this is a tough one because I know they played a they played a number of close games last year. It's not always a good indicator on how they'll do this year. Um, Pittsburgh ready to kick this one. I was a little surprised that they went with Horn. I mean, you know, they had to go to the like they didn't need to draft the quarterback. I know there's some people who thought they would, still would. Um, but 
Yeah, like, if I go with my fourth place team, this is tough, like, because I can honestly feel like there could be three teams in play here for fourth place if things go a certain direction. I don't think the Buccaneers finish fourth no matter what. No, I'm with you there, and I kind of agree. I could see any of the other three. Like, I'm not rooting for a Brady injury, but even if Brady got injured, there's so much talent on that team, I don't think they finish last. You know what I mean? Like, um, Right, I know Tom Brady's hugely important, as right. the Patriots last year kind of showed us. Um, I just, I think there is too much talent on the team for them to drop from what 11-5, and five, you know, to 6-11 and 11 or something like that this year. Yeah, um, so, you know what, I... You know what? I'll, I'll go different. Oh, you're I changing think, it up. You know what? This one, this one's for you. <laughs> I I should have done it. I should have done it. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Saints, yeah, place. right. I yeah. mean, it it's not out of the realm of it's possibility. Crazy, they though. won the division last year. Yeah. They won the division last year. Two yards to go. I think. They line up in the jumbo set. It's nuts, it, and it's a risk. Um, because I, I honestly think the Saints could also win the division. Like I know that I don't I don't think they're likely to obviously by my pick here to put them last. I think they could. I'm more of the I'll believe Jameis Winston is a good enough quarterback for you to win the division when, when he proves it. it. Yeah, um, he's um, high risk, high reward. I think there could be it'll be interesting. Um, I feel like they could score a bunch, but like. The defense has honestly had to get it done there for a number of years, and the offense hasn't been able to get it done enough in the clutch. You know, like they, they put up some big numbers in this regular season, but then not in the playoffs the last few years. I just think losing Drew Brees is going to be bigger to that team than just uh, the numbers. And I know that sounds crazy because he hasn't necessarily been the same the last couple of years, but. I still think losing Drew Brees is a bigger factor there. You also have some aging pieces on defense. You have they lost your defensive coordinator, right? He's the head coach of the of the Lions now, right? No, Dan Campbell wasn't the defense coordinator. Oh, oh sorry. Um, but they he was a tight ends coach in Miami, so I, I highly doubt he was the defensive coordinator. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but. I think I would have got confused on because Anzalone or Anzalone went. Oh yeah, he left from New Orleans to go to Detroit. So, yeah, I I assumed he was he was the D coordinator there, but um, but anyway, I just it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I'm gonna pick them in in fourth. So what? So what's their record? I'm gonna put them at seven wins though. Okay, you're going to have them pretty high. I don't think they're going to be garbage. I don't even think they'll be drafting top ten. I just think, you know, picking... I know that'll be seven and ten this year, not seven and nine. Yeah. Um, But I think that's a reasonable drop-off for when you lose a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, um, so we'll we'll kind of see. Yeah, well, so I'm going to have Carolina at six and eleven in fourth place. Um, But I'm going to put New Orleans right there, actually, with you. But in third place at okay. seven and ten, I do have New Orleans in third. I think they're going to drop down for all the reasons you just said. They have some aging pieces on on defense. They started to crumble in the second half of the year, and I know Drew Brees. Maybe he came back too soon because he wanted to make sure that he was riding his own end 
to his career uh, and not giving up too much, but he just didn't look the same when he came back from the injury. Uh, I mean, and we know from how many stories now of how badly <laughs> broken ribs hurt. And he came back, what, after like four weeks or something like that? 12 or 13 broken ribs. It's insane what what he came back. But, like, they just – he didn't look the same after that, and he decided to hang him up, and now you're relying on probably Jameis Winston, and he's high-risk, high-reward, and he'll probably end up winning him a game game or two on his arm alone, but he'll probably also end up losing them a few games. Yeah. Yeah. You're up. Like – I feel like the team. How much of a reliance on Taysom Hill do they want to do too? Right. So I honestly, I I feel like when I look at this Saints team, it reminds me a lot of that those Buccaneers teams, right? That Jameis was part of. Like, right. extremely talented on offense, should be a solid defense. I'll believe it when I see it, kind of thing. You yes. know, like I just. What have you done for me lately? You got to show me that you. Progress now. I mean, we gave credit to Jameis when he decided to go there. Oh, because he said absolutely. he wanted to sit there and learn and get better. Now he's got to show that he did it. You know, right? What did right. you learn? Absolutely. And and the thing is, like I like I mentioned, I'm not sold that he won't be really good there. I just haven't seen it yet. Um, they also have an early buy. Their buy is in week six, uh, and they start the season against the Packers. Who you know whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, I think the I honestly I think the Packers are better than them. So uh, they have to go to Carolina, then they have to go to New England. They host the Giants before going to Washington, and uh, we haven't done the NFC East yet. But there are people, you know, the experts and the prognosticators out there that are picking both the Giants or Washington to be better and win the division. I mean, Washington won it last year. Right, so like you're not talking about an easy start to the year now. If Carolina is not as good as you know as as good as we think they are, which was saying they're not going to be that good, you know, that's their most winnable game I think in the first five weeks. Right, there'll be some that say the Giants or Washington, but I, I don't I don't know. It's just I rebounded nicely for the second possession. Nice, so, good. After giving up a long touchdown drive on the first drive. Um, to be able to get them to go three and out. So the Saints are your four team at seven and ten. Right. Who's your three team then? I'm gonna go. I I really I really want to stir things up. Well, not but like I, I want to go different again. But I'm not going to. I, I want to have the guts, the pool uh, to go with Atlanta here in third place. But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think the Panthers are going to be right around eight wins. I think Matt Rule is going to be building them. Um, in the right direction. I think the defense is going to be scary good. Um, they spent every one of their draft picks last year on defense. Yeah. And they started to see some of those returns as, as the season went on. Um, they couldn't get anything going offensively. It'll be interesting to see. Um, Joe Brady's still there, right? Yes. I, I as, far as, Brady, as far as I know. I think Joe Brady with... Um, Sam Darnold is going to be really interesting to see. Um, I think they take a step forward. I'd like to see them take a bigger step forward. I just I, I, I haven't seen enough quite there yet. I want to see what that offense looks like. Um, but they should get Christian McCaffrey back. They should get Sam Darnold. I, I don't know that Darnold's a big upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater. 
Um, but we shall see. Oh. Um, I'm, uh, but yeah, Shoot. I'm going to go with Carolina at eight minutes uh, in that third spot. Eight nine, then. yeah. Uh, I wish I was at least on their side of the field. Oh, you want to do the punt? I forgot. That's special teams. Man, it's amazing how that negative loss on that running play just like oh, completely threw off the drive there. There we go. It's not bad. Instead of having like second and six, I had second and 12. But so we just flip flop there, our third and fourth teams. We're on the same page. You're a little higher on, on Carolina than I am, but I mean, we're pretty much saying the same thing about the Saints. They're going to have to show us and prove it this year. Um, so, second place, I'm, I'm putting Atlanta there kind of begrudgingly because I just. I think Arthur Smith has a chance to change things there, and we see teams get a bump from a new coaching staff. Um, fairly regularly. I know they just got rid of Julio Jones, who's one of the better wide receivers to come, you know, into the NFL over the last 15 years. One of the best. Uh, he was just traded to Tennessee, and we'll talk about him more uh, momentarily. But it, honestly, I, I don't think this division is really. You know, we said I could possibly see. You know, if things click right for the Saints, sure. If things click, click right for Atlanta, I think they could. But this is, I, to me, this is Tampa Bay's division to lose. You know, I know last year going into it, we kind of were back and forth on, is it going to be Tampa Bay? Is it going to be New Orleans? Um, but I think it's definitely Tampa Bay this year. So I have it, But I have Atlanta in second. Um, Kyle Pitts, everyone thought he could have been, you know, outside of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, he's the next best player in the draft. They were able to get him at four. Uh, By the way, this is a very Narduzzi thing. They just ran the clock like 30 seconds off the clock. <laughs> After, of course their, they did. after they got the first down there. Of course they did. Um, so they have a first-year general manager and head coach. I mentioned Arthur Smith. Um, they got rid of Julio Jones, but they added Kyle Pitts. Um, you know, last year they had also brought in Hayden Hurst, so they have a nice one-two punch at tight end. Um, I just, for the longest time... I wasn't a huge Matt Ryan fan. He was not my guy. I didn't want Miami to take him when they were debating. You know, that was that draft class when the Dolphins went with Jake Long under Bill Parcells. You know, um, ma management, not not as coach, but that that was a big deal. And I wasn't a Matt Ryan fan, but and he's able to put up numbers. But honestly, he's kind of now become like I was always a defender of Philip Rivers. And now I feel like Matt Ryan has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle and people are forgetting about how good he really is. I mean, yeah. I take him over Flacco every day of the week. So um, I, I kind of come around on Matt Ryan and done a 180 on him, at least at this stage of his career. Now, is he a top five guy? No, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to kid anyone to say at this moment in time, do I think Matt Ryan's a top five quarterback? But I think there's an opportunity to get some wins this year in a down, again, NFC South, other than, than Tampa Bay. And I think Atlanta could uh, capitalize on that. Uh, I, I, we saw them coming on at the end of last year, and you know, last year wasn't, wasn't great um, to finish 4-12 and in and, and fourth place. And they had a horrendous start to the year. You know, they started 0-5 and 1-6. And and they rattled off a few wins, and then things came crashing down um, the last last five weeks, but the middle of that year, I feel like they were playing more to their potential. Um, you know, they, they they beat up the Vikings for the first win. The, they beat the Broncos. 
um, and they destroyed the Raiders. That that was when I thought I was like, oh man, Atlanta's gonna make a run. And of course, then they lost their next five games. So maybe my um, prognostication for Atlanta not the best, but they played. They played actually. They played both Super Bowl teams the last three weeks because <laughs> they played the Bucks in week. Uh, 15 and 17, and the Chiefs in week 16. Um, and they were close games. Uh, you, you mentioned about losing close games. Their last five games that were all losses, they lost by five to the Saints, three to the Chargers, four to the Bucks, three to the Chiefs, and then um, they got beat up by the Bucks in the finale by 17. But I just I think this team is, is on the cusp of getting back to a, at least competitiveness. Yeah, I... I don't disagree. Um, Welcome back, everybody. Second half action. I, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I'm putting them begrudgingly in third. Or, sorry, in second. Um, I just... I, like you, I've kind of come around for Matt Ryan. I'm, I'm not a strong Matt Ryan believer, but I, like I did with Philip Rivers maybe late in his career, um, was doing a similar thing here with Matt Ryan. And, like, I feel like they didn't, when they gave him the tools around him, they made the Super Bowl. You know, like, they, man, they pooped the bed there. But Oh, God. That's got to haunt so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is right up there. It's career changing. I mean, he ended up getting a head coaching job, but, you know, that's something you're always going to think about. Of course, and then they lost in similar brutal fashion to the Chiefs. Yeah, they should have been the Chiefs like two years in a row. Now, like, it was a little different, I think, against the Chiefs because, like, Mahomes was crazy. But, like, in, in that one, if Garoppolo doesn't overthrow that right. one play, now I it comes down to one play. They could have also made one defensive play. Right, one you tackle, know, like one thing you know changes that game. Um, but anyway, I'll, I have Atlanta in second place too. I'm gonna put them at nine wins. Like I don't think they're very good. I think no, it's I'm, an interesting dynamic when you're. Best two offensive players, maybe weapons, I should say, are like really young, and your quarterback is a veteran. Yeah, because well, is this Calvin Ridley's same. third or fourth year coming up? I think I think it's only his third, but I, I'm not really sure because last year as a whole is really weird to me, and I have trouble differentiating between. Right. Lines. No, we gotta be kidding me. Good solid defense there to force him into a fourth down situation. Well, question here is God, I'm not kicking a field goal and I'm not punting either. I don't like any of this. Big playing the game. Big playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> you need a yard and a half here. God, I thought so he was gonna. I thought he was gonna drop it. He <laughs> did get level, but that's okay. But no, I'm right there with you. I have the Falcons in second at nine and eight. That's where I'm putting them. So, so I'm gonna put Tampa. I have Tampa at thirteen and four. All right, I'm putting them at twelve wins. 
not because they couldn't win more, but I think they realized, like, last year they kind of showed they went all NBA mode in that the regular season doesn't matter as long as you make the playoffs. Right, yeah, they really did. Um, and, like, it worked for them. And I think it, they could get a similar thing this year. I think, um, you know, and, and it's crazy because, like, I, I know they were down a couple of possessions, but, like, Green Bay played awful and then came, you know, had a shot and they kicked the field goal at the end, you know, like things like that. Um, yeah, I, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So my dad texted me. He said his picks are Tampa Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Carolina. So he's actually the same as me. So my dad and I are three for three in the divisions we've discussed. He also sent me his AFC picks, but we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I think this is just a blip on the radar, actually. Say, that, may, uh, that may elicit a response as well. But oh, yeah. I think what's going to come through next is a bunch of middle finger emojis. So, Oh, man. I'm, I'm eating up the clock here, Justin. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, all right. So, yeah, I'm going to put Tampa at 12 wins. They're, they're the best team in the division. Um, they are now in the... Until I, until you prove me wrong, right? Um, I'm going with that. Tampa Bay gets the benefit of the doubt, right. uh, kind of like we've given Kansas City the last few years, right. and we gave to New England for how long? Way to fall forward! Way to fall forward! It's a key skill among running backs. This was the guy that we were uh, criticizing last year too. Go into the four. You got me too. Yeah. Oh, here we go! Here we go! Oh. Uh, Oh, uh, he, he 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 responded to his AFC picks by uh, saying "Go Carson." Uh, okay. But we'll we'll get the AFC shortly. I mean, we're pretty much there. Tampa Bay is the best team okay, in the it's NFC not South. Finger emojis. It's only because they worked their way off of the recents. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now he doesn't had, know how to find it. Right. Shows for a couple weeks. And yes. That's why it worked its way off the recents. <laughs> so, yeah. So Tampa Bay is the best. Like you said, it's. It, so, someone out there has to prove that Tampa Bay is not the best team, right? Because um, everyone remembers the Super Bowl. Now At I least think when it matters, you know, like right. when it matters, like I don't think they're like a flawless team, um, but they they're darn good on paper. Like that was the one thing last year. There were some people, not everyone, but there were some people who were like, "Who could have seen this coming?" Like literally me. Like I said, like I thought he was going to Tampa because. Like, look at the weapons that were there. You know, like, and just between all of that stuff, like, it made perfect sense. Like, they, they had, they were supposed to have a, that was a great drive, by the way. I'm not going to throw it if I don't have to. <laughs> that just is so, it's, I'm so hit or miss with my, the passing game. If I find the right play, if I find that, you can pass on fourth and one if I, if I, conversion. I, I mean that in a positive way. Like you were able to do it when you needed it most. Right? Which well, is key. if you can clutch. do it, if you can do it when you need to, that's that's key. It's all about being clutch. So, all right, now we just need a stop because I can milk that clock away. So yeah, let's get a stop. So let's finish uh, Pittsburgh and move on. Be uh, above five hundred early in the year for a change. Oh, that would be incredible. So yeah, okay. So that's that's our NFC South preview. Uh, let us know if you agree or think we're really really bad at this. Which um, you know, I'll remind everyone that I've been 
picking New Orleans to not win the division for most of the last decade. So um, do do with that what you will. Um, my dad said, "I can't wait till we pick NFC East." Well, we got we got some time until we get to the NFC East, so we got to do a few divisions before then, including the AFC South, uh, which is comprised of the Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, and Tennessee Titans. So, um, we start at the bottom, and I feel like we're going to be in complete agreement here. It has to be the Houston Texans. I just, uh, yeah. I, I would be shocked that so, many out there would, are picking them outside of fourth place in the division, and I think most people are probably picking them as the worst team in the NFL. What? And it's crazy because, yes, nice, nice, nice. Because with uh, all the other issues aside, which is a lot of issues, they've got the best quarterback in the division. You know, like, and who knows if he's even going to be available. Right, that's the biggest and thing. And if he is available, he might not, like, he doesn't have any weapons. You know, well, that, Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think he's going to be available based on the number of people that they brought in to, you know, to fill that quarterback well, spot. Yeah, oh, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Flashback to before his off-the-field issues, he wanted out anyway. Yeah, that's where it was going. Like, how crazy is it that that is... Oh, oh, I thought he did too. So, yeah, so their roster right now at quarterback is... Well, Deshaun Watson is obviously They're there at the top. They're listed as punting here, so okay. I am... Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, and Davis Mills, the rookie. From Stanford, so... But they were four and twelve last year. Now in that division, that was in third place. But I don't think I think the Jaguars are going to be a little bit better this right. season. But there are so many question marks there. You know, this, my gosh, is could this be any more like an actual pit? An actual pit, like in, in, two minutes to play, and specifically in in Pittsburgh in September. Think about it. how many times have we been watching the scoreboard? You know, and they're like. In a nail biter with Youngstown State, and they, they they squeak it out. Not this time, hopefully. But you know what I mean, like. This is a pretty crucial gosh. series right here. Our doozy ball. So they were. I want a keychain. They were four and twelve last year. Ooh, he got blown up. They were four and twelve last year with Deshaun Watson, who was, you know, eventually right. people realized he was playing at an MVP caliber You're level. Right. You're right. But they were still four and twelve. You're right. I. All right, so they had – this is where it goes against – they had the best quarterback in the division last year. Right. And the worst – well, second to worst record. Okay. Right. So, yeah, they absolutely have to be at oh, – I think God. they'd be fortunate to get the four wins. And that's a lot in, in – four, four and 13, yeah. Honestly, I – based on the talent they have, because they've also lost Will Fuller, who went to my Dolphins. Right. Uh, they I, got rid of JJ Watt. Be, I think that's a sneaky good pickup for the Dolphins too. Like, oh boy, oh god. This would be a huge pickup. Not that I defensive coordinator over here. <laughs> this would be a huge pickup. Just letting you know. Yeah. Well, go back to a play that's worked a few times before. Uh, there's a couple others I want to wanted to run. I need one of those linebackers to be blitzing. That's what I want. Nope, they're dropping. Yeah, but they didn't do it right. 
<laughs> well, they're pit linebackers, so should we be that surprised? <laughs> My quarterback's going to throw for less than 50 yards and win. <laughs> so, yeah, so Deshaun Watson, incredible on the field. I don't even want to start to comment about the stuff going on off the field. I, I don't know enough to talk about it intelligently. Right. You know, like, there are, they need to sort that out by day. That's way above our pay grade. The legal system and the NFL and what they decide, let that, all right, that's. Yeah, I'm just going to, we're going to stick a pin in that one. Um, But without him, I can't imagine, like, I would think they're going to be very bad. Like, like, I I just, there's no other way around it. So, an interesting piece would be Tyrod Taylor because he seems to be able to rally people in different places. He was going to be the starter in San Diego last year until right before game one, the team doctor punctures his lungs. Jeez. Uh, was that before the first game? I'm thinking that was the second or third I game. I thought it was the first game because I, I thought he was, like, I thought that's the only reason, uh, what's his name, played. Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I get it? Yes. yes. <laughs> and they have no timeouts. Yeah, they're done. Right. It's over. It's over. Where's the fake Neil? <laughs> Should I throw it deep on the last play? Yes. Play action. Play action. <laughs> so, like, they think you're just running out the clock. And if you give up a pick six, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> oh, come on. I got the first. Um, yeah, so I have I have them as the worst team. I think they'll... Worst team up. in the division and the NFL. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. Well, um, I'd be interested to hear you, who you think is going to well, be as I, bad I, as I them. I have to think through it. I have to think through it. Um, yeah. I mean, well, not the first down, at least. I, honestly, I think they could be... These five games, right? I think they could be 2-15. and 15. Like, I really do. Like, I think that they're that poor. Um, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble because, and here's the other thing, their defense was was awful, and they lost JJ Watt, right? You know, like, and I know Watt is different; like he produced differently at times. He passes it. <laughs> oh, there it is. You better make this tackle. Oh my Dude, that wide receiver needs to make a better play on the ball. That was poor. I'm. It says everything about them that they knew we were throwing deep, though. They had everybody back. They did, up. yeah. Oh man, but we won at pit. Oh, we won I at pit. I went on the road. That's one we had circled on the schedule from from uh, when you sent me the schedule. Hey, that's a. Did you hear their their um not their AD the conference commissioner? That's a power six team. That's a power six team for a power six conference. Man, we could spend a whole show talking about the college football expansion, huh? Drop them to zero and three too, makes it even sweeter. Well, they were and they were ranked like twelfth. They were ranked, yeah. Like they were ranked to start the season. Now they're zero and three. So, um, well, you hate to see it. You, you hate to see it. So Texans, honestly, two and fifteen, three and fourteen, like yeah. I just they don't have it. They don't have it. No, that team has been stripped. What does Tunsil think now? 
I mean, he maybe he doesn't care because he got paid. So, and that's what he wanted. Maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. He's, but he's a different dude. Different dude. That's how he ended up in Miami to begin with. I remember yeah. sitting. We were sitting here on the couch watching that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh man, that was crazy. But all right, so Texans and last, both of us agree, not good. A few wins, handful at most. Yeah. Who do you have in third? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with you there. I agree with Jacksonville. I'm put them at like six wins. Were they one and fifteen last year? Yeah. Okay. You think they're gonna get the six, six and eleven? Yeah. So one and fifteen. Honestly, I think if they go five and twelve, I think that's a good year for them. You know, five times as many wins. Right. With a rookie, I'm assuming he's gonna start. I don't. Oh yeah. I expect anyone else to. Uh, yeah. I. I, I, I think. Urban Meyer thing is that that is the one thing that holds me back. I just don't see that multiple missteps in the offseason when you should be able to make all the right moves. Like right, he screwed up with the strength and conditioning. He's doing this flirtation with Tebow, which I'm not against giving the guy a tryout. But also, like man, like ripping uh, Travis Etienne, like in your introductory press conference, saying I was heartbroken that we didn't get the uh, the guy who went right before him. You know, like, and I know that's weird, but like, it's also weird when that dude is the best friend of the quarterback you right. drafted. Like, to be ripping him, like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Uh, I don't know. I've also, over the years, I, there are fewer and fewer situations where I'm rooting for individuals to to fail. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm maturing in that sense. Right. I'm in my late thirties. I should be maturing to that. Ooh, this is a but this is a, a get back game, right? This, this is, is a revenge game, year, yeah. and they're three and zero. Oh. And they beat us pretty good, I think, last year. Yeah, they did. Um, We're at home. Ooh. All right. Well. All right. Well, let's not screw this up. All right. Um, did you see? I pulled out the all white for you. I love that. All white, everything. I changed it to white socks and white shoes and I love everything. It. It's the best. So Jacksonville. Yeah, I I I just. I'm not an Urban Meyer guy at all. I, I wasn't when he was at Florida. I wasn't an Urban Meyer guy. So, and no. I I don't know that this will happen. It's different when you're dealing with guys. It's different to a degree when you're dealing with guys in this their careers. But like his track record of having a program where guys can stay out of trouble is not good. And and in the NFL, that's a big deal. Like in college, you can sweep that under the rug in in Gainesville, right? Um, and by that I mean, like you know, you just look up the arrest numbers on his teams. We're, we're insane. Like that's not going to fly in the pros. However, that's not. It's different in the pros because these guys, it's their jobs. You know, right. a lot of a lot of those guys haven't made it to the pros because of those issues. You know, that that's a whole different thing. Um, I think, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think. You know, um, I think the quarterback's going to be great. But, like, I just, to be to be fair, like, he got outplayed in the two biggest games the last two years. Yeah, well, and he's been so hyped up since high school. Right, like, it's just weird to me that, like, you know, if someone else had lost their two biggest games, they'd get ripped for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, now he now he did win it his freshman year, you know. So there you go. Like right, but the team out on the field. The last two years he got outplayed. 
in, in their biggest game. At Clemson, like let's 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 be honest about the ACC. In, ACC has Clemson, who's really good, is incredible. Outside of that, mediocre, mediocre at best. Like Miami gets hyped up every year and then starts getting smoked by teams who have no business beating Miami. Virginia Tech hasn't been the same since Beamer left. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like, I just, yeah. I, it, no, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, but I I, I, I don't think. I think he was worthy of the number one pick. I just. I don't see it as a slam dunk as many people. The generational talent thing, I don't see. That, they say that every three years. That's what gets me. Every three, and it's not necessarily just quarterbacks. But oh, that's not what I like. That's okay. Um, it just bothers me how like every 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 two or three years there's a generational talent in some capacity. I'm like, that's not how that works. Yeah. So I uh, I've, so we're both with Jack. So Houston in last, Jacksonville in third. Does the trade? For Julio Jones by the Titans, sway you in your one and two at all? Are you sticking with what you thought going into that before the trade? You know what? I'm going to go with my gut here and stick with who I think. You're going to go with your I'm gut and your heart? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah, you, you nailed it there. I'm going with my heart here. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans in second place. Um, so. I love watching Derrick Henry run. It's it's fun. It's fun to watch a guy that big run over guys in the NFL. Like you don't see that. But it's gotta catch up to you at some point, right? Right. There'll be a he's gonna drop off a cliff. And and when you look at it, it's coming sooner than later. The number of times you give they've given him the ball over the over the last two years. I, I just don't see that. Um, they've got the weapons. Come on. It'll be interesting. I just... You, you know it. My heart is is leading me away from that. I'm, I think they're going to be good. I think they'll win 10 games. In part because I think there's two bad teams in the division. Right. Um, but I'm going to put them at 10 wins. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they're they're really good, but we need to see we need to see it get that. I don't trust myself to kick a forty-seven yard field goal. Yes. So I, I'm actually going to be right there with you because I was I, I worry about Derrick Henry's workload. I worry about them being able to keep up, and I, we saw it fail them in the playoffs. Against the Ravens, I think they're good enough to make the playoffs, and that type of offense it works very well. Right in in January and now into February, and when you have a lead, right when you have a lead, you don't have a lead, you're in trouble. And I just even if you have AJ Brown and Julio, and here's the thing, I love Julio. He's not the same guy though, and that's that's my biggest thing here. The the takeaway for me is. 
Tannehill is who we thought he was. He he isn't doing anything more in Tennessee than he did in Miami. Just Miami's still in the shadow of Dan Marino. He was just the last in the long line, and now it's to his turn. You know, um, <laughs> Tannehill is he's he's a very good quarterback. He can at times show out that he's a top ten guy. Yeah, but. Is he going to be able to do enough with his arm when it matters? And you can throw Julio Jones at him all you want. He's replacing Corey Davis, who is younger and moved on in free agency. Julio Jones is better than Corey Davis for a career. I just don't know if that's true right now. I I don't mind Tennessee going for it. No, I don't either. I I absolutely don't either. They're 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 good. They're playoff good. They're not Super Bowl good, and they need to do something to try and close that gap. And so I, I think they, they went for it, and I, I give them credit for doing it. I still, I think the best all-around team resides in, oh, I might have kicked that out of bounds, um, resides in Indianapolis. Nope, you're good. So... It, the Titans last year were 11 and five. They won the division, but they lost in the wild card to the Ravens, 20 to 13. Um, you know, it's their fourth season with Vrabel. They uh, they they drafted Caleb Farley in the first round, which there was for a long time in the pre-draft process. He was a fringe top ten pick, but his injury, his history of injuries. Um, came back to bite him, and Tennessee stopped his fall at 22. Uh, so if he can play immediately and stay healthy, I mean, that's a huge upgrade for their defensive secondary. Uh, they also got Dylan Reduns, the tackle from North Dakota State, who is one of my sleepers, and I wanted Miami to be able to pick him up. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, and now he's going to be playing um, for Tennessee and um, helping to protect Tannehill if he can break into their uh, – their starting rotation uh, along the offensive line. But the other thing that gives me a bit pause is if they lose Ryan Tannehill, now he's been pretty fairly healthy in, throughout his career. He's missed some time uh, when Miami made the playoffs for the, for the last time um, a few, what, the 2016 season with Tannehill for the most part being the starter there. But he got injured and wasn't playing the last few games in the playoffs. If he gets injured in Tennessee this year, they have Deshaun Kaiser and Logan Woodside. Ooh. So they really have nothing behind him. No. Um, I would love to see them. I mean, you're you're talking Derrick Henry getting 45 touches a game at that point. Right. Well, inside, I want them to to supplement Derrick Henry with Darrington Evans and Jeremy McNichols. They'd occasionally use McNichols last year, but I feel like they need to get him a few more carries. But, you know, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, that's a great one, too. It'll be interesting to see who steps up as their third. Um, I, I, I just, I think, uh, I think Indianapolis is the best team overall, and uh, they're moving. They're moving from Philip Rivers, who I think had a, a good year last year, to Carson Wentz, who I think is going to have a great rebound year. I think uh, being reunited with Frank Reich is is perfect for him. I think they're going to institute the offense um, very well. That The one that Carson Wentz was so comfortable in. They have a great stable of running backs uh, in Indianapolis. 
that they almost don't have like too many running backs at the time. Um, you know, because last year Marlon Mack missed like the whole year, I think, or almost the whole year. And Jonathan Taylor ended up having a great rookie season. They're looking for big things from him this year. They have Naheem Hines. And um, who's the other guy? They have one more. They have four. Um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. G- G- oh, that's going to bother me. They, Jordan something. They have Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Marlon Mack. Naeem Hines. That's what I mean. Like, they have... They have a great stable of running backs to help help establish the run to set up your pass. Let Carson Wentz operate in play action. You have Michael Pittman there. You know, T.Y. Right. Um, t- t- Hilton came back, right? They resigned yeah. him, didn't you they? Have, you have Michael Pittman. You have T.Y. Hilton. Um, you have Paris Campbell, who's like a playmaker. Yeah, yeah like I – Oh, he dropped it. Oh, Jack Doyle, who can be a good, yeah, good tight, tight end. end. Um, now, now, offensive line. I know they lost. Um, who who was the tackle that retired? Oh, um, um, oh, what's his name? Didn't he play? Uh, Costanzo. They yeah. lost Anthony Costanzo, yeah. and they're not moving Quentin Nelson out. And obviously, offensive line is a huge deal. <laughs> right, but I think. I think they also signed Eric Fisher. Right. They brought in Eric Fisher, who tore his Achilles and missed the end of the year. And we saw how important the Chiefs' offensive line was um, in the Super Bowl. Right. But they have Ryan Kelly at center. Right. Ryan Kelly, underrated center. Quentin Nelson, probably the best offensive guard in the game. Right. You brought in Eric Fisher, who isn't the same guy he was when he was first drafted by the Chiefs, but no slouch either. Right. I just think top to bottom and depth-wise, the Colts are better than the Titans. Oh, I agree. And then you look at the defense, man. Like their defense. Darius Leonard is a all over the beast. Yeah, Darius Leonard beast. is one of the best linebackers in all of football. Um, if he didn't play for the Colts, he'd be but, getting way more recognition. Yeah, he'd be getting Defensive Player of the Year recognition. Well, he was Defensive Rookie of the Year a couple right. a few years ago when he first came out. So I just, I, to me, I, I to me I think the Colts are better. They're my number one. They're your number one. Did we ever say? Did you say win totals for the Titans in second? Titans, you said 10, 10, right? Yeah, I think they went 10. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go with – I'll say 10 and 7. I wouldn't be surprised if they got to 11 and I 6. Agree. I agree. Um, but I think the Colts are poised for at least 11 and 6. I think I could see them at 12 and 5 because I they should win four games against the Texans and Jaguars. I agree. There's no excuse for the Colts or probably the Titans to I lose agree. to either of those teams. I agree. I, and I, that's, that's why I'm going to push them – from 11, I'm going to go to 12. I think 12 and 5? Yeah, so 11 um, and 6, 12 and 5. That's where I'm at with the Colts. Um, I have to Let me pull up what my dad said here. I already have one Colts quarterback jersey. I, I may need to get another. <laughs> so, actually, my dad has Jacksonville below the Texans. I don't know if he wants to rethink that or not, but uh, he has Indianapolis, Tennessee, Houston, Jacksonville. Listen, I'm not saying I don't. Well, I wouldn't mind it happening. But I, I he says Carson. go Carson. That's what I. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, he also said um, that he hopes you are bitten by a shark. Essentially, is what he was saying. He said, "Hey Justin, you're going to the beach soon, huh? I don't wish you any bad luck." And he had three shark emojis. <laughs> Here's the thing: your dad will feel awful. <laughs> I mean, I think you know me well enough that I would 
Never. Never let him live that down. Oh, of like, course not. Ever. You I can't. Have to change no. my fantasy football team name. Like, the Justin Shark Attacks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, you're absolutely right. He would right. feel awful. <laughs> he would feel awful, but, like, if the Eagles are doing something to the Cowboys, like, he would definitely bring it up. Oh, yeah, he certainly would. <laughs> it looks like the Cowboys are beating the Eagles the way the Shark beat Justin the other. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we're... we're we're right on again in the uh, AFC South. We're we're in in step, and really in the NFC South, we just flip flopped our third and fourth team. So I did speak with my uncle, um, the, the New England fan, uh, Rich. He, uh, he he's making sure to document our picks. Yeah, he's got the archives ready. He's got his pen and paper out. I did tell him that. Um, not only did you and I pick the same, but my dad was right there with us in the first two divisions. And we're very similar again here in the South. Um, I know we don't usually do playoff teams until the end, but I could definitely see both Indianapolis and Tennessee making the playoffs. I do not think Jacksonville or Tennessee, or excuse me, Houston are playoff teams uh, this season. But in the NFC South, we didn't touch on it too much. Obviously, Tampa Bay for sure. But depending on how things shake out, I could see... Atlanta or yeah, New Orleans making a wild card because there is that extra spot. But again, I think it's going to be tough for them. I think there's some other divisions that have more depth and more talent. So we'll see um, how that works. All right. We're approaching halftime with a two touchdown lead. I like this. We're we're, uh, we're doing well here. Uh, my dad sent the um, laughing cry emoji, and then uh, he sent me the. Uh, the emoji with the uh, the angel emoji that uh, he he's such an angel apparently. Uh, but yeah, so you think about the challenges these two teams are. I don't know. I think we pretty much covered. Well, we did the the Colts draft. They got Quiddy Pay from Michigan, the the edge rusher. Um, to come in, Sam Ellinger was an interesting choice, the quarterback from Texas. Right. Uh, they got in the sixth round, and then with their last pick right near the end of the draft, they did take Will Fries from Penn State, yep. uh, the offensive lineman. Uh, but now that they have Wentz, Jacob Eason's entering his second season, and they brought in Sam Ellinger, they have a decent young group of quarterbacks. Now, obviously, Wentz is the undisputed number one, but it'll be interesting to see if Eason or Ellinger can develop into a solid backup guy or even someone that they end up trading um, over, over the years. I'm not talking really this season. But it's By just, the way, if if our predictions hold true for that for the Colts, that would be good for my Eagles. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Because it would. Yeah, um, that, would that would mean they've got a, fir- a third first-round pick next year. Which would be huge. Yeah, that would be awesome. It would be absolutely huge. So we um, – we're getting ready. Well, not we're we're discussing how our fantasy stuff is going to play out. Our fantasy football league that we've been doing for a, a number of years. I think actually this is going to be year seventeen of our fantasy football league that I, that I am the commissioner of. And we just talked about how which is the NFL. Yeah, right. Oh, with the gosh, NFL expanding to seventeen games, eighteen weeks, we've got to make some schedule changes, um, regular season and playoffs. We've got to figure out what we're going to do. Because one of the things that could screw things up, and this was mentioned, I think, during the draft or at some point, was how late some of the buys are this year. Yes. Week 14, which is, for many leagues, the first week of playoffs. 
including us. And we haven't quite decided what's going to happen there, but week 14, four teams are on a bye, and I think it's funny. We're talking about the Colts here. They're one of the teams. And then three, the other three teams are all teams that people in the league are very interested in. Um, they all have... They have uh, week 14 buyer, the Colts, the Eagles, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Wow. Um, so no Cowboys, no Ravens, no Steelers, but three of the four teams are teams that listeners of this show and people in our fantasy league um, very much want to keep up with. So just an interesting little tidbit there. But looking at the Colts' schedule, they have that late buy in week 14. I mean, it's tough. They do have a very tough schedule, and I know we haven't been talking too much about opponents because it's really tough well, to gauge. They were a playoff team last year, so like it's not like you know, right? They, yeah, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna have some some tough tough goes of it because they finished second in the South and were eleven and five. So they're gonna play the second place teams in their in the AFC, and um, they're also gonna play a second place NFC team. But they start out, now they are at home for these two games, but they have the Seahawks and Rams back-to-back. Wow. So you'll probably find out something about all three of those teams in the first few weeks. Now, they don't have to go 2-0 and in those games. No. But you don't want to start 0-2 either. Well, and you want to see how you look, you know, like. Oh, and then after that, oh, oh my gosh, maybe we want to revisit this, uh, this Colts team because the first five weeks go thusly. Host Seahawks, host Rams. Go to Tennessee. Go to Miami. Go to Baltimore. Wow. <laughs> so, in reality, if they come out of that three and two, even a three and two, that yeah. would be great. That'd be impressive. Now they they do get Houston. Then they have to go to San Francisco before they get their second matchup with Tennessee. So both games against the Titans will be over by week eight. Wow. Then they get the Jets and Jags at home. It's kind of odd that they did that. Yeah, because you thought that you would have them playing at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, The Jets and Jaguars. um, There we go. Round up the three-game homestand. Did you force a field goal? goal Yeah. Yeah, it was third and two. Nice. And I broke through. Uh, Then they have to go to Buffalo and host Tampa in back-to-back weeks. Then they wow. have Houston at, before their bye. Right. So I'm going to drop that back down to 11 wins. 11 but I still, six. Yeah. Uh, after they, That's going to be deceptive for a lot of second-place teams to have to play Tampa because they didn't win the division. Right. After their bye, they host New England. They go to Arizona. They host the Raiders, and they go to Jacksonville. That's a tough schedule. Yeah. That's a really tough schedule. They gave, they, I gave up one huge play there uh, when uh, that run – that yeah, was, was that a quarterback it was, option? Or? Well, yeah, it was a read option, and I was the only guy, and I bit, and that was that. So that, that's pretty much wrapping up our South Division previews. Do you have anything else to add about those two divisions? No, like you, you yes. mentioned, oh, man, go, go, go. I, you know, I am obviously rooting for the Colts. Um, I want them to do, I shouldn't say obviously, I guess there are some people who are not. Who are Eagles fans who are not? I don't understand that. I don't get okay. that either. Like I, it's a new possession for this like, moment, So what will it hold? Yeah. All right. 
that's just not. It, it would be different if it was a different situation. Like if you went to like Washington or something like that. Well, yeah, no, that's yeah, completely that's different. different. Yeah. You went to the Colts. You went to Frank Reich's Colts team. You know, it wasn't free agency. You didn't. You know. Yeah. Why? What do you have against? I just. Yeah. I don't get that. And I do not get the people that are like. Nick Foles, Nick Foles, Nick Foles. No, I understand no. the appreciation well, you have. How about that story that came out? I don't know if you saw that. Because oh. it wasn't a big story that Foles, like, I guess Chicago had come to him and said, hey, you know, what if the Eagles want to, you know, try and trade for you? He's like, I don't want to go back. Oh, really? And I didn't know like, that. He's just like, that That was the rumor, the rumor story. But it was one like one of those, like, NBC Philadelphia. It was one of those things that I saw. Um, but I think it was it was basically like he's like, look, it, it's not that situation. He well, he's not at that state. You know, he wasn't looking to. Yeah. When the like he knew he'd get, he'd be brought in as the backup, but like you wouldn't get. It, it would be weird. Um, and I think he knows it would be weird. Um, right. So, like, I don't think he didn't go on, like, a radio and say that, but that is the report was that he it wasn't interested in coming back to Philly. Interesting. But if you think about it, the, the team he knew in Philly, that's not there anymore. Like, you know, it... Right. No, they're gone. Right. It would just be like going anywhere else, except, like, the fans would love you, but there'd be this weird pressure, like... We, we've talked about that. Like, I am forever indebted to what Nick Foles did. But he played... Great for a game and a half. You right. know, like, he played great for a game and a half. He, he was not good at the end of that regular season. He was not good at the start of the playoffs. The he, he got hot when it mattered. Right. The last <laughs> so, three quarters against the Vikings and the Super Bowl were the best games he's ever played. And what a heck of a time to play the best football of your life. You know, right. like, and I'm forever thankful for that. Um but yeah, he, he's kind of proven everywhere that he's not a starter in the NFL, right? Like, right, he's a backup, a glorified we can, backup. We can, I saw this thing the other day, like, what's a lesson that everyone needs to be taught? Or, like, that you wish everyone understood? And it, it was somebody said that two things can be true. Like, you know, like, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl against the best coach and quarterback, like, ever. Um you know, and he outplayed them, you know, right. which which is awesome. But he's also proven that in the long run, he's not, he hasn't been able to win the starting jobs. Right. And that's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, know your place. Know exactly. your worth. Like, yeah. it is, like, it is what it is. Right. Um, so, yeah. The Eagles have to be all in on what they've got. Um, so... Are you okay with ending the NFL talk? Before yeah, absolutely. Shift? Let's absolutely. shift to the NBA. This oh, is yes. something that we don't discuss that often, but we talked about it a few weeks ago, and a lot has changed since then. The Sixers won their first-round series. They look a little, little rusty or a little poor in Game 4, but they were able to shake that off and advance into the second round. And they got caught a little, I don't know, off guard in the first game against the Hawks. They've had way too many turnovers in the first in the first half. But um, they almost re- pulled it out. Though. Yeah, they did. They oh they were within gosh. a what three or four? Yeah, they got it to three. They lost that by been seven. Did they lose by seven? That would have seven been or eight. Like one of the best comebacks in like NBA playoff history. <laughs> and 
Then they and uh, since then they've looked much better. They won game two in Philly. Then they went to Atlanta, and everyone was like, "Atlanta's got this. Atlanta's got this." And the well, because Atlanta hadn't lost since April fifteenth at home. The, the Sixers took it to them. Yeah, they did. Um, Atlanta made a run, like what Paul Roberts always say. Every, in the NBA, the every NBA. team always makes a run. Absolutely. Um, but the the Sixers were able to beat them. They got a two games to one lead. Game four is tomorrow night in Atlanta. So I would love to be, see the Sixers put the Hawks on their heels and, yeah. and one loss away. Now, did the NBA still do two three two? Um, no, they went to they two went two back to one 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 two two one one yes, one. Yes, okay. which is huge, and I am a much bigger fan of two two one one one, um, especially in NBA where they space all the games out anyway. See, it know? depends. If my team won a game on the road, I want those three games at home. Oh no, you're right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. I'm talking right now when the Sixers right are the now, one. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but at least with them winning that first game, if it was two three two, they couldn't they couldn't be closed out on the road. They would have right. to come back home. Right. But no, I, I I always liked the two two one 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 better. Just I felt it was, I mean I know the travel situation is is a little suspect, especially in this day and age. But nice, very nice. Um, you know the Sixers. Um, I, what I like about the Sixers so far is they've been able to do it with. Different techniques, different fundamentals, right. different cast of characters stepping up. Um, you know, we all know Ben Simmons isn't known for his scoring. That's not his thing. But what he's able to do with, with the ball and his defense, which has been why he – do we know why he didn't start on Trey Young uh, in the first game? Like why they didn't – Doc Rivers just trying something new, I guess. Well, it didn't work out. No, it was all. They changed it, and now he's he's played very well against Trey Young, um, and that's what you need Simmons to do. He should have um, been. Uh, um, he should have been defensive player of the year. Um, right. Like I know Rudy Gobert is a great defender, but two things: <laughs> one of them meaningful, the other meaningful just in a different way, I guess. Um, and me just being petty, but. Just under three to go. Um, when the Sixers played in in Utah the, earlier this year, and they were without Embiid, so Simmons played, and they might have been without Howard too, but Simmons played center that game, and he scored 42 against them. Yeah. As center. So it's not like he was, he doesn't shoot outside. He, he These were close to the basket. He just dominated he did, yeah. All right. The second thing is, Rudy Gobert last year, and this is me being petty, made a joke of COVID, went around licking the microphones and, like, kissing Donovan Mitchell. Remember, like, he, like, was, like, messing around in the locker room yep. and gave Donovan Mitchell COVID. And, like, there's rumors that he's still not really, not, over I won't that. say over that as in over the COVID, but, like, he's still angry, angry about, about that. Angry about how that Which went I down. understand. Yeah. Um like so, I don't like Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and he isn't as good as Ben Simmons as a defensive player. He he's a great defensive player. He wasn't as worthy of Defensive Player of the Year this year, in my opinion. But I, obviously, I'm biased on that. But like, whatever. Um, I don't care. Yeah, like where am I? Ben, keep playing well in the playoffs, and we'll be good. Yeah, that's all that matters right now. I don't you could care less um, about oh, what's happening with them. Uh, nice tackle. 
Keep that cock running a little bit. So play called all out blitz. Yes, please. How do you uh, how do you feel game four is going to go tomorrow night? So it's tough. Danny Green's out like um, at least two weeks. Yeah, I saw that. Calf strain. They've had guys step up and, Stone and Star knowing Cell. it. It's from Springford. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, having them, um, having them like they know it ahead of time. Like, you know, he got hurt a couple minutes into like, game three, and they were able to um, piece it together. There I bit again. Yeah, Warriors for PA. But they, uh, here we go. It's the onside one, I'm, I'm assuming. But um, So, like, the, the other guys are going to have to step up. What I, I hope they realize, like, man, if you go up 3-1 on them and you have two of them, the possible three remaining games at home, like you're in a really good spot. Yeah. Um, and you could really go to finish them out in game five at that point. Um, with, this is an example for me of change expectations, right? So going into game three, I'm like, Hey, you split one of these two, you got home court advantage back. Well, they won game three and they won it. Fairly convincingly, right. low output convincingly. So now I'm like, hey, win this and let's get it over in five. Especially watching the Bucks come back from the dead. They looked awful in games one and two against the Nets. Oh, and Kyrie, I don't know if you saw that sprained ankle today. Yeah. Oh, not good. His shoe was, was laying sideways on the ground, and he's standing upright. I, I'd like, expect him to miss a couple weeks, like Green. You would think so. Now Harden is getting close to being back, supposedly. But you know how those hamstrings go. Oh, and make Harden guard somebody. Yeah, All right. right. That's um, not happening. <laughs> on a strained hamstring. Yeah, let's see that. Um, so, like, let, let that go seven no matter what. But none of that matters if the Sixers don't take care of business. To me, I shouldn't say it. It obviously matters. But, like, my interest level goes much lower if, if that happens. Um yeah, it, it's really interesting now. Like you start looking, man. The, the Nets are banged up. The Bucks have won two in a row. Is that two two? Yeah, it's two two now. Yeah. After they looked horrific for the first two games. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, well, my interest in the NBA will end as soon as if know, if the Sixers stop. Like I just can't. There's too many. There's too many. Um, players that I do not like that I cannot watch I just like no I just can't um, so, so if the, if the Sixers so and I hope they the don't the Sixers don't make it let's say the Sixers don't make it you, you don't have a Kyrie jersey waiting oh my god you know Brooklyn is the last team I want which is a shame because I was all like when Kyrie's at Duke like yeah and oh, then when well, he's in Cleveland with LeBron like years crazy. ago how many games do you think Kyrie played at Duke 26. 11. He only played 11 games. He only played 11 games. He got hurt. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't a lot, but I didn't realize it was I that know, 11, Right. Like, 11 means, like, you were done at, like, Christmas time. Yeah. Like, um, wow. But that's, you know, what, 10, 12 years ago yeah, now? Yeah, no, that was a long time ago. But, like, it's just interesting to kind of think of that. 
Um, but, yeah, I, uh, don't get me wrong, my, my interest level will go down significantly. Um, there are still some storylines that I would pay attention to, like, basically, you know, kind of anti-Nets. I don't want them to get it done. Well, yeah, certainly. Um, they're, they're at the I, top of my list of the team that I don't really want to... the Jazz to get it done. And I know this sounds crazy, but listen to my irrational rationalizing here. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons had that, like, feud over Rookie of the Year, right? And Ben Simmons won it, and he's like, how can he be a rookie? He, he's, it's his second year. But he didn't play his first year. Um, well, we could talk for a long time about how rookies are classified throughout the sports, because I feel like the NFL is the only one that does it right. And then after that... You know, you got the Ben Simmons, or you have the Defensive Player of the Year thing this year. Um, I don't like Rudy Gobert. Um, yeah, it's just, it's nothing like major. You know, it's not like, oh. Well, so who do you want from the West? Then? Who do you want for matchup reasons, and okay. who do you want for rooting reasons? Like, if, if, say, the Sixers weren't in it. Oh, man. I, I honestly, they all kind of scare me. I think they can beat Phoenix. I, Chris Paul scares me a little bit, but I think Ben Simmons on him does a good job. Um, it's amazing to me that Chris Paul is still operating in the league at this Aiden, level. Oh, my gosh. Dude, the other night he had 15 assists and zero turnovers. Um, I would... I think... I don't think DeAndre Ayton can, can stop um, Embiid. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Um, because while they have, while they've beaten Denver three games so far, like they haven't stopped um, Jokic. Like right. he, he's gotten his. Did I hit? Did we win? That's yeah, yeah, we're okay. done. Twenty eight eleven. Hey, we're three and one. Three and one. All right. Starting out fall of twenty fourteen on a high note, and our uh, only losses to a top ten team, top five team, right? And we played them tough, right? So all is well. Yeah. With yeah. the Florida Atlantic Owls in year two of the We were a little Rathball. concerned because we lost our quarterback last year. No, no, we have the quarterback. We lost the running back. Oh, okay. With the guy that's starting for us this year is the technically the starter from right. last year. But right. after a few games, I was like, the backup's better. Yes. Even though he wasn't, they didn't have the, the uh, rankings better. Right. Like, the, this right. guy is right. better. He wasn't breaking tackles and he wasn't catching the ball. Right. That was so frustrating in our first year. Uh, no one caught the ball. Now this guy is catching the ball, but the backup's not catching the ball. He's the one that dropped that third down pass in the last game. Um, so so you can just advance this. Yeah, you can advance this and, and move us forward so that we're set up. So actually, oh, we have a bye. It said next week, I think. Oh wow! So I don't know how how we want to do this because the next time we have this show is in two weeks, and you're not around. Right, right. If if you want to play, you can. That's, play. I'm like, just debating. To, to keep was, it moving, if that's what you want to do, like I. I'm just debating what I want to do because I don't know if I can play and talk about the NFL at the same right, time. Right, right, um, And I feel if I find a replacement, I don't know if I'll find a replacement that can play this game. Right. So I have we'll have to talk about it. And I'll have to think about that. But yeah, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm invested with the Sixers, especially once like football stops and when the Flyers when the Flyers went down, I was like, all right, Sixers. Oh, yeah. you're, you're the team until the Phillies, uh, you know, I'll, I'm interested in baseball at the beginning, but then the Phillies always go through some kind of slump and whatnot. And 
Um, but they've playing well the last few yeah, days. Won four in a row. Won four in a row. Had done three straight walk-offs. Beat the Yankees twice. Um, Noah and, looked good today. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, Noah and Wheeler have been... Well, Noah's been up and down. But Wheeler's right. been really strong. Um, need to figure out the bullpen. Need a more consistent offense. But when... Uh, when McCutcheon's going, I think they got something. It's just right. he's been having struggle. But now Reese Hoskins is in that was in that over twenty six right. stretch. Right. So they just they, I feel like they can't all click at the same time. But if they're still right. winning and they're not all clicking, I'm okay with that. Exactly. So, but yeah, the the Sixers take care of business tomorrow night. Get up three to one. Oh, that would be huge. And know and, you got and, you're you know what? Home. Like this is this is an example of a of a game where. If you want to be a championship caliber team, these are the games you win, right. right? Like these are the games. Like I know they talk about the last, you know, the fourth win is the toughest one, but like you have a team that has thrown everything at you, like the last game. Like they had everything going for them. You had a starter get hurt in the first couple minutes. Um, they're back home, you know, where they haven't lost in two months, and you beat them, right? Like hey. Do it again, you know. You can you can break this team's will tomorrow night. Do it. Um, yeah. Make those Philly fans cheer injuries. Oh wait, the game was in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, nothing. Crickets. Yeah. I saw Kevin Nagandi brought it up. Well, of Ke- course he did. He's a Philly. Guy. I know. I know. But he brought it up, and he was kind of, and he just said, like, I thought he handled it really well. Like he was just like. I, I missed, he's like, let's just call this what it was. He's like, if that would have happened in Philly, the lazy narrative would have come through about, oh, Philly, you know, and that's exactly what it is. It, it It's it's lazy. Um, but, yeah. But, I'm sorry, you expect the media to be anything but lazy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I... <laughs> We're talking I ta- about I American. The so- I, I tossed the we softball, softball, softball up to you there. We were talking about American journalism of the last what ten years. Like honestly, I feel like twenty ten ended and things just went off the rails. So we're I mean we're on. I, we're can't, a, I can't argue against we're that. A decade of uh, just like I just. I feel like I've seen it all, and then I see another headline or something. I feel like I've seen it all, and then tomorrow happens. And, yeah, and Every then, day. And then I wake up. and. So. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got a funky schedule from here on out pretty much. I mean, we've already been – we were gone for two weeks um, because I had a wedding and birth- and uh, kids' birthdays and things like that. So, um, yeah, we've got funky schedules uh, coming up, and uh, we're sticking through that. We are – we're off this show next week. I will be doing Bulldog Hour. I got to verify that he's still into it, but Paul Roberts was going to join me for Bulldog Hour. And uh, that will be after this week, 7 on 7. So I'll get my first look at the Bulldogs in action. Is that? Like, That's on Thursday. I was going to say, yeah. Um, the, uh, the golf tournaments this weekend. There's a tradition club meeting this week. So I should have some plenty of Wilson football news to talk about. Finally, Justin and I skipped the spring update because there wasn't really anything to update about. So. This will be our first chance to get back on the Bulldog Hour, and I'll be joined by Paul Roberts to do so. Uh, then the next week, you just heard us talking about, I don't know what's going to happen there, because I can play the games, although I haven't played defense. I don't know this team defensively very well, um, so that could be iffy. But I don't know if I can gain by myself and also, so at the same time, talk the I, NFL divisions. You, you may be able to do it when you had to run up 
well, oh, a couple, couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. I was lost <laughs> in terms of like trying to talk and pay attention to the game. Oh my gosh, it was it was difficult for me. That doesn't mean that you can't do it. Like you might be able to handle it. Better than I, 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 don't, did. I don't know. I, That's pretty I, tough. That's... I did not handle it well. Like. It's tough to be because you're focusing on the, playing the game. Well, when I also the biggest thing is like having the cues. Like if you like toss up, like, hey, what's the wi- how many wins do you think they're gonna have? Like, right. oh, I can do that. But like thinking of like where am I in this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was that was difficult so, for me. Well, I, I'll need you need to send me your picks. Okay, for sure for the north. I will. I will for the probably, north, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually. Do we are doing it? We I think we are doing the full north. I, I, at some point, we're going to try to just Split. do one division okay. and, and talk about. It. Although we ran them through pretty quickly tonight and had some time to spare, but I do think um, the north. Yeah, the north is all together on June twenty seventh. So okay. if you can just message me your picks with um, win losses, and we, obviously they don't have to make sense Dude, in the long and run. But so I'm not saying this is necessarily my take, but how about that? That tweet I had sent you that someone's like, the Steelers are going to finish last because they have the worst quarterback in the division. Right. Like, that's a strong take. That's a strong take. That's a take. very strong take because I feel like, <laughs> yeah, whew, that's, whew, right. that's loaded. Right. If you're talking about future potential, I would agree with you. Right. If you're talking about right now, I don't know if I'm ready that, I don't know if I'm ready to, uh, to eat that spicy dish. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I know the last two years with injuries and performance, especially the the, the second half of, of last year, maybe don't bode well for him. But I don't know. I mean, Burrow is quite the talent, but I'm just I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy, so right. it's tough for oh, me. Man. But and I mean, he started you know to play what? better at the end of the year. So. I know, I know, but it's I have to sort this out yet. But like, it's that Cleveland feel is starting to feel like two years ago, isn't it? Like. Yeah. The hype machine where people are like, they yeah. may be the best team in the AFC. They may be the best team in the AFC. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. See it. Like, I don't know about that. And we were right. So, yeah. Um, that we'll be off the next week then. That's 4th of July uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, I'll be away. Uh, it's a holiday. Uh, it's also my anniversary. So, oh, yeah. so, there's a whole lot going on. That uh, How many years? 12. Wow, <laughs> old man. So my uh, my my marriage is graduating high school. So oh man. So to think about that, the kids that just graduated were in first grade when we got married. Yeah, yeah. So that hit me this year because the kids I had I had kids this year who were like some of the seniors, right? Weren't in school like when I started teaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, and this will this will be my thirteenth year coaching. So, like, the kids that the kids that are seniors this year were kindergartners, I think. Then when I started coaching, yeah. yeah. So, yep. well, this is like, does that count as a full? Is that a generation then? <laughs> I feel like I, I, I feel like so. twelve years is a mark. I know it's I know it's longer than that, but yeah. So we'll see what happens in two weeks. I got to figure out what I'm gonna do there. I feel like I need someone here to bounce ideas off, even if they don't. Well, just think like those first kids that you game. that you ta- that you coached are in their like mid to like they're in their mid twenties now. Yeah. Well, one of them's right. coaching with us. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're right. He was he was a ninth grader. Yeah. Uh, my and, first year. Yeah. So. Wow. 
And he's been coaching with me since 2014. I was going to say, he's been coaching for years, too. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's great. This will be his, like, eighth year coaching. So, uh, yeah. Well, this was fun. I appreciate anyone tuning in live, uh, watching this game, talk the NFL 2021 preview, or listen to this after the fact on the website or in any of the podcatchers. You can check out all of our information on the Joe Mays and J-Rap show and everything that Justin and I do on jmnjrradio.com. You can also... Subscribe to the podcast on a variety of sites and iTunes or iPod. iPod. <laughs> Apple Podcasts is the best place to do that. Uh, and if you would be so much obliged, then we'd be very thankful if uh, those of you who have been listening to us for a while uh, could give us a rating and review on there. I'm not sure we have any. And maybe if we do, I don't want to see them because that's always a downer when you log on and you have like a one star review. So, um, but for those of you out there that haven't, rated or reviewed us go check us out on apple podcasts and we also have a, a home on soundcloud that's where a lot of the audio goes um from this show bulldog hour the shows i do very intermittently with my daughters um the the pop culture show that i do with um the baron's Housens, tangent with friends and um then the, the one i do with my wife kelly where we talk about the movie twister we're hung up at 60 minutes an hour into the film just because of my health issues over the last few months, but we need to get back on that. We actually, Kelly's always like, no one listens to this. I don't know why we keep doing it. And then I sent her a screenshot of the uh, Solid F2 podcast Instagram where someone said they just binged all 60 episodes while at the gym and we're hoping we were coming back soon. So uh, it's time to get back on the horse and talk about Twister. And we're more than halfway through, so it's time. But um, That's awesome. Yeah, like, review, rate, subscribe, check everything out, JMNJR Radio or the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show and everything else that, that Justin and or I do. Um, happy belated birthday to my daughter, Haley. That's why we weren't on the air last week. We were celebrating that. And um, a whole bunch of people, I think, celebrated in, in the last week or two, including Brent, uh, Brent Berenshausen, who, I, like I said, I do Tangent with Friends. Uh, do that show with him, and it's always a lot of fun. Justin, you have anything to say before we uh, sign off? Uh, no. Justin's <laughs> done. He's ready. He's ready to roll. Um, it was good to be back, and uh, like I said, Bulldog Hour next week, and this show will be back in two weeks, and uh, we'll talk more NFL and play a little bit of college football game. So until next time, for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays, and this was episode 336 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. We'll see you next time. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time...